0: Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to Padesi, a podcast by Big Fat Gorilla. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Second episode um, to everyone that responded to the first one. I love you. Like,. <laughs> I love you it meant so much to me getting all those comments getting all the positive feedback like it really made my heart melt like I was so happy and it, Yeah, it really warms my heart that I can do something I'm passionate about and I know it's like Obviously, we are a small community to be G gang, but it's still so nice to know, you know That even <laughs> even if it's just five people listening, it's fucking awesome. And yeah, it really makes me feel good. So thank you Um for today's recording. I am in my bedroom instead of the bathroom uh, it's raining today, so the birds are hiding in the bushes, which, you know, we have a sound-free uh, or, like, chirp-free background, um, which is really nice. And, yeah, today's episode is going to be about um, dating. And I originally wanted to do it about hot girl summer because I just see a lot of podcasts do it. And I thought, oh, it's kind of in team. Like, you know, I kind of am a hot girl, not gonna lie. <laughs> but it's like... I'm not gonna lie, it was just so fucking boring. Like, it turned into, like, a self-improvement podcast. And I'm sure I will da- will do that at some point. But it's just not for me right now. Like, I really love talking about pussy in the first episode. <laughs> pussy, pussy, dick, dick, dick. Nicki Minaj meme. So, luckily, uh, a very, very lovely girl sent in a question about relationships and dating. And I felt like, oh, yes, let's talk about that instead. That kind of makes, uh, it gets my dick hard way more. So, let's talk about that. Um, and I would really recommend you guys to do that too please get involved uh, I have a google drive in the link in my instagram bio that is podussy with bfg you can send in questions anonymously please send in your pronouns and sexuality if it's about relationship because again do not set that trap up, for, trap up for me I do not want to give straight advice to someone that is gay please that's very embarrassing now let's just get into the question so the question got sent in by a woman and she's by, Just to get, you know, a picture from the person that wrote this in. The question goes, I really want to get back into the dating scene because I love to get to know people and date. That's already, by the way, just to interrupt, that's already great, a great mindset and I think you're already doing have to work. But I'm afraid it will be so boring. <laughs> I know most of them will be for sex. They will. Which could be fine, but how do I just get back into dating and not be afraid for it to fail or be boring? Um, I love this question. I think I'm definitely the right person to answer this, not to brag, but I was a serial dater. <laughs> and I love dating apps and everything about it. and I love going on dates. And I really think it had to do with like my perspective, but also a lot of self-knowledge. And that's what I want to talk about with you guys today. So if you're just going to get back into the dating scene, um, then this is something the most important um, or the most one of the most important things you need to realize. Rejection is a part of dating. And if you are not ready for rejection, you should probably not be dating. It may be a little bit harsh, but you will be you will get rejected. And you are also going to reject people and that is perfectly fine because obviously not everyone is going to like you and you are also not going to like everyone is that so bad no because people are different like we're all very different from each other and that is a blessing to be honest like if we would all be the same type of person and we would all like each other how fucking boring would that be like will give no fucking tea or juice at all like (laughs) and i need a little bit drama in my life if i may speak for myself so i think rejection is not a bad thing and i think with that said uh it's always better to get rejected than like get into like a toxic relationship where you have one person that cannot make their mind up about you like i respect people that reject people way more because it's just honesty and with that said um not only like i said you're going to get rejected but you're also going to reject people and you know i would really suggest to do that as well like just be honest about your feelings if you don't like someone tell them it's a part of dating they're going to get over it you'll get over it and i really think um that's a good way to you know make a healthier dating game for all of us i really just think that before you start dating you should probably realize that rejection is just not that much of a big deal and i think You know, the most important thing to realize is that someone who is comfortable in their own skin doesn't care about rejection. And I think uh, that is not to say, by the way, that you need to quote-unquote love yourself before you start dating. Like, that is stupid. Like, I'm sorry, but then I'm going to be, what, fucking 80 and I can finally start dating? No. But the thing is, one thing about me... I know my qualities and I know my worth and I know exactly what I like about myself. I could name you a whole list of stuff I like about myself. And that is not to say that I don't have insecurities, but I know my strengths. And I feel that way about myself, right? So why why the fuck would I feel different about myself if I get rejected by someone? Like, no, I'm still the same person and I still think this about myself. Like, I would never ever doubt myself just because what? Some fucking guy that I went on one, two dates with or someone that I've known for a month rejects me. (laughs) Like, hello, that person doesn't even fucking know me. Like, that's also like, especially if you get rejected straight away or like um, after one day, two days, three days, like I said, a month, whatever. That person doesn't even fucking know you. (laughs) So why the fuck would you care about that? And I think it's just, yeah, I think... Well, especially, um, I've seen it from a lot of people. And not to say that I'm some fucking saint, by the way. I feel like this too. I have felt like this as well in my life. But let's say I got rejected, right? I was very likely to like jump into this thoughts of like, oh my God, like I'm just not good enough. And if only this and this and this was different about myself, then it would have been different. Like, that is so stupid. Like, get that out of your head like that because that is never what that person is thinking never especially now with those short-term rejections like the what that person is really saying is you're not my type and is that a big deal no because first of all i think it's kind of scary like do you want to be everyone's type like it's giving like that spongebob episode where he's like super slick like you don't want to be that person you know all in all Dating is fun and just let go of that mentality it's like Am I gonna like them? Are they going to like me? Like none of that. None of that. I wanna see none of that. And now we're gonna talk why dating is so fun. And I think it has all to do with perspective. Let's get into some city girl shit. So I think what made dating so much fun for me back in the day is that I was never dating to like find my future boyfriend or finding a situationship or whatever i think um what makes dating so much more fun is really trying to change your perspective like i would say dating for experience is the key to have a fun dating life and some people would argue okay that's toxic like um because how are you going to go date if you don't know what you want There's some truth in that, I think, especially if you want a relationship, like, don't get me wrong, um, set your boundaries and let people know what you're looking for, you know, but if you don't, um, then that's fine too. And I think, you know, if you're like actively looking for a relationship, you're kind of like, you know, when you got on that date, you're setting expectations this high, I just put my hand up, no one can see that, for yourself, but also for the person that is next to you. And I think that's unfair because how are you gonna decide Um, what you want from this person if you don't know them, if that makes sense, right? I feel like dating is so much more fun if you go into it with a blank mind and be like, okay, I really want to get to know this person and I'm going to ask them a lot of questions. I really want to get to know them. And sometimes, yeah, it turns out that this person is not for you or you don't like them, but at least you've showed like a lot of interest in them and you've Got some human knowledge, right? And even if this is the most shittiest person on the planet, now you know that too. Like, oh shit, I really <laughs> didn't enjoy this date. Okay, this is probably the type of person that I wouldn't date, you know? And I think that is so, like, you get so much more smarter into dating um, with bad dates as well. Because the thing is, you are also getting to know yourself. Like, you're learning what you do like on a date and what you don't like on a date. And that can be so useful for the future. And trust me, even lame-ass dates can be fun. Like, trust me, I've been on dates with the worst type of men on this planet. Like, with men that were, like, the exact opposite of me. And I still thought it was fun. Because you know what I really like to do on dates? (laughs) One thing about me on a first date is that I'm gonna lie. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm a Gemini by the way. And I think wildlife lights are so fun to do, especially if you're, you're already, like, seeing, okay, I'm not really interested in this person. And because I was dating the t- same type of men, right? I've really noticed from, like, especially if you're trying to date a frat guy, they're so easy to please, because they all want the, like, or they think they want, by the way, the, like, cool girl monologue from Gone Girl. Like, they want the girl that drinks beer and is crazy and loud and I swear to God, you say the most simple shit ever. You be like, I love Pulp Fiction. I've never watched Pulp Fiction in my life, by the way. I'm like, that's just a film with so much deeper meaning. And like, that's why I love Quentin Tarantino. Like he just always makes films that go so deep. And I, yeah, I just fucking love that shit they eat that shit up and it's the funniest thing it's like oh my god this girl knows one of the most popular films on this entire planet that's fucking crazy she's one of the guys that's like the worst thing a guy could say to you by the way like oh my god so triggering but it's funny though i think that is so funny like even with my boyfriend from now he loves adam sandler right i've never watched a fucking adam sandler film in my fucking life like one thing about me i stay away from the interests of men but (laughs) but I went on Reddit and I just typed in like okay recent film Adam Sandler and I just like read everyone's opinion about the film and I just copied that and I told my boyfriend like oh yeah have you seen the new film from Adam Sandler Uncle Jam's like I love it and <laughs> they love to talk about that shit and obviously who doesn't want to talk about their own interests? and it's just funny I think a wide lie is so fun to do on a day especially if you you see the other person's reaction don't try it too much though like <laughs> I don't know why I like that, doing that so much. I one time as well told someone, like, I listened to Joe Rogan. and But I folded with that one. Because I was like, yeah, I listen to him on Spotify. Joe Rogan does not make <laughs> podcasts on Spotify. And he was like, he only does it on YouTube. And I just gaslighted him. I was like, no, like, he recently told uh, dropped that he's now doing it on uh, Spotify too. Like... <laughs> That's just so funny. I love that. I'm obviously not encouraging lying on a first date. If you really want to get to know someone, that is probably not the best way to go about it. However, if you're bored on a date, I would definitely recommend lying to make it fun. (laughs) Okay, let's go back to the show. Who i went on a little tension there i do still want to talk about some other stuff though guys bear with me but i think you guys are wanna are gonna want to hear this because i want to talk about some like practical stuff less about like mindset more about like things you can actually imply in your dating life and i think the most important one to avoid being disappointed like keeping your dating life fun is involving your friends I cannot stress that enough like how fun is it to make like a little group chat and you're all going on dates or you're sharing your dating experiences there and When you get back from your date, you can just tell people how it went. I fucking love when my friends make, like, vlogs going to their date. Or they're, like, in the bathroom or something. Or they call me. Or they sometimes even come to me after their day. Like, that is so useful. I think especially if you had a shitty date. If you had a shitty date, right? And you're going home. And, you know, you're just stuck with your own thoughts. Like, your brain's going to get mean to you, Whatever. That's not going to happen when you have a friend sitting next to you like they're going to maybe even say like oh my god I had that too and you can just laugh about it together like it's such an effective way to avoid that like loneliness feeling from a bad date right and I just think when you start dating you need to have more stuff going on in your life period like if you're only going on dates. You're going to like lay so much focus on that. And I would really recommend like let's say you have a date on Friday, right? Go out on Saturday because you don't like you don't want to lay too much pressure on that date. And again, going to a friend, talking about it with a friend, it just takes off that pressure. And I would really recommend you guys to do that because that way it just makes it more fun. Another way to make dating more fun is I think to do something you want it to do. Anyway, and you can fucking make it as crazy as you want. Like I've once went to Awakenings, I don't know if you guys know it, is a the biggest techno festival in europe and i went on a first date there and it was really fun and it didn't work out but it was a fucking great experience like going to a festival with a stranger is fucking hilarious in my opinion i think i had so much fun and um but yeah obviously i understand that that might not be for everyone but that just goes to say that you can make it as crazy as you want you know like let's say you want to go drifting like just be like hey do you want to come with me? um or like i don't know like you wanted to try this restaurant out invite someone like it really you know that way you're gonna get something out of it either way another one that i don't want to talk about too much is the obvious one don't fucking drop your hose bitch like listen i don't care if you think you're the only one that they're talking to you you're not you never are trust me and i know it's hard for some people like to you know it takes a lot of energy to talk to multiple people but I don't think you should ever drop your hose. If that's not your boyfriend or girlfriend. Like no 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 no. Uh, yeah. Just talk to multiple people period. Um, Another good one anyway. Is. Uh, this is a more important one. Set boundaries. Because I feel like. What a lot of people do. In like. They try to get into dating. And they want to try like a city girl lifestyle. And they like. Start changing their boundaries for people like no i don't care if it's a hookup or anything like you should still know your worth you know you should still have the same expectations for these people as the people that you want to be in a relationship in with simply because you just deserve respect from them too so don't like you know change yourself just because you like want to try stuff out like no 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 no. P- you can perfectly do that and have the same standards to so you Normally have, and with that said, I am um, I put a little story on BFG, and I asked you guys what are some red flags and green flags for you, and um, I'm gonna discuss those with you, and uh, maybe we can set some new boundaries up together. And I will first name some of mine. I don't want to make those too long, to be honest, because but yeah, you guys said a lot, and I'm very excited. But I'm just wanna discuss like three red flags for me. Um, so the first red flag for me is if a guy wants me to come to his place like and guys are getting way smarter recently like i've seen it with friends they'd be like girl like i have this like fire spaghetti that i can make for you like i'm a great cook just come to my house that man is gonna fuck you like <laughs> i that's my favorite quote from the first episode like one thing about men they're gonna fuck you and (laughs) that is just realistic and i really think i do not want to be set up for that i think um well it depends what you're looking for in the dating pool of course but i really like to get to know someone in public i want to do a public date. i think that is a green flag for me if someone invites me to drink somewhere i do not like going to someone's house on the first date if i really try to get to know that person not that to say that you know there's nothing wrong with that but i just wouldn't do it personally and i think it's a bit of a red flag i guess another um red flag i think is um and also just yeah don't do that guys and girls like don't be on your phone all day i think it's so rude um even if you grab that thing once like i really don't like it be present i think it just shows interest and it's just like yeah i hate that and superficial comments i do not like getting yeah you can call me pretty but like don't don't take it too far i think like once is fine um, green flags, I think um, this is uh, a controversial one, but I like someone that wants to meet fast. Like, let's say you're in a Tinder day, right? I want it quick. Like, I do not want to talk for months. And even if we met at the club or whatever, I don't even care. Like, I want to meet fast. Like, ideally, like, the same week that we got to know each other. Like I do not like to talk with someone for a month. Like it's with you know what the thing and the harder with that is, especially if you're on dating app, it is the longer you wait to meet, the more people this person is gonna see. Um, there's gonna be especially if they're on a dating app, like they're gonna get to know more people that will go on a date with them or they're gonna like maybe find more people that they're more interested in than, than you, even though, you know, you haven't even had a proper chance at that's why I feel like you should just meet each other straight away because it's like you know they know what you're in for and are getting gonna let on like I think staying too long on the apps makes you more like um, a talk buddy like someone you can like chat to at night but not really like a serious um, day potential so yeah I personally just like to you know see someone in the same week I would say and I think Yeah, it also just shows confidence and it also shows me you are not afraid to have a bad date. And I like that. Another green flag for me is that he pays. Does not need to be explained. Period. I'm not going to pay. All right, now let's get into you guys' answers on the green flag and red flags. I'm very excited. Maybe I'm going to get some inspiration for new boundaries. All right, let's start with red flags. The first one, following list. Please, men that are listening everyone and your mom can see your following list i'm begging you clean that shit up like if you're following porn stars specifically that shit is so fucking embarrassing like oh my god please 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 unfollow because like i said everyone can see it like just no it's a red flag for me saying my ex was crazy mm Mm-hmm. was she or did you make her crazy when (laughs) this one made me giggle (laughs) when they say they need to do some soul searching yeah you about to get chlamydia um in his compliments he brings other women down oh my god that's oh my god they came to the wrong person for that one for you asking for my snapchat yes i agree always ask for a phone number always rescheduling yeah no that that's just like that man doesn't like you he likes talking with you Talking about sex law, I agree, I agree. Like, it's fine if you want to fuck, but don't make it that obvious. <gasps> oh my god, showed up in his sweatpants and a dirty shirt. Ugh, so rude, so rude. I would take that ass. okay, so you don't even, you don't want to, you don't even want to be with me, for real. Before they met you, to tell you you're their soulmate. <laughs> yeah, I think you are also gonna get chlamydia from that one, to be fair. Because it's like, you're trying to manipulate me, but it's kind of too obvious, if you get what I mean. When someone only gives you as much attention as when you give them attention. That's so true, and that's why I love ghosting. (laughs) Controversial opinion again. But it's like, the thing is, if you ghost someone, you get to see their true colors. Like If they like you, they're likely to double text. If they're not going to double text you that's a red flag right there bruh <laughs> damn I should never do that again It was I tried to do a British accent like bruv they say but it's obviously not for me I sound so American anyways let's go to green flags so the first one is after the first date plans a new date love that oh my god that makes me blush I love that talking in the future is such a green 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 flag um support your independence i love that i do not like clingy people that is personal preference but you know i love a yeah a strong independent man a strong independent woman i love it all being invited to anything i like that too cute shows the person wants to be with you coming up with a plan periods don't do do not come up with that what do what do people say where do you want to go like that shit is so lame bro like no then just delete my number paying on the first day true as i said not there's no discussion i remembers little things you talked about i think that one is really cute and yeah cute 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 this one i want to talk about this one eye contact this one is so important guys i am sorry but holding eye contact is first of all very sexy and i also think someone that can't hold eye contact is it comes off as insecure you know like why are you not looking me in the eyes and i think you know that is so important when you sit next to someone and that is what i wanted to talk about and i forgot i'm sorry that makes this podcast a little bit messy but let me give you a one little tip you always want to sit next to someone on a date you do not want that table Uh, in between you guys why because i said in episode one i love a good touch i love touching people um with obviously their consent you know if we're on a date i'm assuming it's okay i hug you or like touch your arm or whatever and i think if you don't like touch someone how are you going to kiss at the end of the day like not that it's necessarily obviously you do need to kiss but i think most people would and how weird is it to like not touch someone touch someone and then at the end of the date kiss like that's like going from 10 kilometers an hour to like 100 kilometers an hour that's weird so i think touching is key at the start hug whatever just like tap on his arm tap on her arm whatever and i think let's say you're gonna drink somewhere or you're gonna go to a restaurant i don't know sit next to them because that allows you as well to have like some touchy things like it only needs to be leg. it doesn't need to be a law or like a hand on their um the legs it's so simple and i would even go as far like fuck it i love to do this if you're like on the metro or something like put your legs on their legs um me, as a woman, love doing that. And yeah, I think that's just a good way to break the barrier, you know? Like, as I said, we want to kiss at the end, maybe. And I think, yeah, before we do that, we, there needs to be a little touch, I think. And I actually forgot to mention something. Uh, especially with the, like, putting your legs over someone else' their legs. Don't forget to ask for consent. Like, please ask, like, hey, is it okay if I put my legs over your legs? And I would even go as far as um, saying that you need to ask this um, at the start of your date as well. Like, don't forget to ask, like, hey, is it okay if I hug you? Because you just never know what someone has been through. And I think, um, yeah, if anything, consent very sexy i think a lot of people like to argue that it's like oh no but it just kills the vibe and like if i have to ask um it's just like it just kills the mood like no that is so not true like i said i think when you do ask like hey is it okay if we hug or if it's okay if i hug you is giving self-aware and is giving polite and uh something else is like it's just hot period like let's set the scene right if you're on a date with someone and you're getting closer and shit. And that person asks, is it okay if I kiss you? Like, I'm sorry, but I'm blushing already. Like, I'm like, oh, that is hot. So, yeah, just don't forget to do that. Because I think it's uh, really important. All right, you guys. That was it for dating advice. I hope you liked it. Um, let me know what you thought. Let me know if you have some insights for me. Some feedback. Let me know what you liked. Let me know what you didn't like. And, yeah, I just would... By the way, I would really like to know if you guys are using like some of my advice or like from the previous podcast as well. Let me know. Like, let me know how it goes. Like, uh, yeah, I would love to see um, people using my ideas and how they turn out as well. Like, maybe I'm just full of shit. Who knows? All right, you guys, now let's go to questions. I know you've been waiting for it. Let's go. So the question goes, uh, another question, small one. Um, One question to your previous podcast. If I would like to be like, could we just go home for a second? I would really just love to lay in bed. Like that was uh, my previous podcast about like how to initiate sex. Um, What if I don't want him to know where I live? But he still lives at his parents. What should I do? Why are you, do you want to have sex with someone if he can't know where you live? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> why can't he not know where you live? Is he dangerous? Is he gonna hurt you? Are you okay? So the first thing that popped into my mind was like maybe the car could work. And yeah, I don't wanna say sex like just in like, you know, public places, like a dressing room or a restaurant, bathroom. Like it is hot, don't get me wrong. However, I do not think um people that are not your boyfriend or girlfriend deserve this kind of treatment i don't know but that's me (laughs) you could maybe try and do that but just besides i think definitely if you like want to have like you know real good sex that's not going to be like outside um or like in a fucking public place because obviously it's not really comfortable uh maybe try renting a hotel room it can be cheap and as well like i'm sorry but he's a guy right I assume his parents know he's having sex. Like, is there really that much of a problem if you, like, um, want to sleep over I think, you know, it should be fine, right? Like, if you're over 16, like, I'd like to think your par- the parents are not delusional. But yeah, let me know. I hope that helped. <laughs> All right, this is a little bit more of a sad one. I, straight, and her pronouns are she, her, told my ex he's bi and his pronouns are he, him. I can't be friends with him any longer. We had the messiest breakup ever and I really loved him. But I didn't feel like we were friends at all. I barely could make him laugh and he would mostly talk to my friends at school. Besides that, what makes it difficult for me to be friends with him is that he befriended his ex again. He cheated on me with her at one point. This guy's a dick. (laughs) His ex always was a touchy topic in a relationship, duh. Because I felt like he couldn't live without her. He still loved her, but in a very different type of love, Um, he said. And he would have full-on panic attacks every time. (laughs) She didn't want to be in contact with him anymore. In the end, I just felt like a rebound to him. And of course, I'm jealous. He always said he loved me and I meant everything for him. More than any other person he has ever had in his life. Now, when I told him I didn't want to be friends anymore. I just constantly feel shitty in his presence. And I developed huge confidence issues because of all the problems with his ex. And he got so mad. So, so, so angry. He said over text. You're unbelievable. You do do what you want. You're just saying random shit every time and doing the exact opposite. You only think about yourself, right? This guy's a dick. I understand kind of where he's come from. I don't I tried to break it off with him multiple times And then I regretted it But I constantly felt the same when I tried to be friends again I don't know how to feel I feel like I'm grieving And maybe I did things wrong But there's quite a backstory But I don't deserve this My question is just Why did he get so mad and act like he doesn't care I just constantly have the feeling he always care more about his ex than me He would find it horrible When his ex did something like this And with me he just doesn't care I just wish he cared about it more. Pay doesn't owe me anything, of course. Well, he does, because he's kind of like your ex-boyfriend, I feel like. But in the w- I'm the one who decided not to be in contact with him anymore. Does he care? Maybe slightly. So let's start with the fact that he tried to be friends with you after he cheated on you. Like, I'm not gonna lie, but usually if I imagine a man cheating on me, um, I'm not gonna be his friend. Like, in fact, I'm gonna be his worst fucking nightmare. And um, every person that uh, gets cheated on is there well isn't a right to be in that position right because getting cheated on is hurtful and um it takes he- a lot of healing um obviously it can be done don't worry but you need some time for yourself to you know really process everything that has happened and this guy is trying to ruin that process for you because you set a boundary right you were like listen you're damaging my um self-image, I cannot take this anymore, please leave me alone, and he's like, well, he's like, oh, you only think about yourself, and you're not gonna do it anyways, and fuck you, and this, and this, and this, what, like, this guy's not respecting your boundaries, if he, I mean, not to answer your question, but if he cared a little bit, he would be like, all right, shit, I wasn't wrong, and I should respect, uh, the distance that she wants but he doesn't and that's really what you should focus on right now like this is a guy not man guy that does not respect your boundaries and that in itself i find already very like worrying you know like no you do not want to be around a person that gets between you and your mental health so i don't know girl like i i get it like um relationships can be a very beautiful thing and it's always nice to look back at those things you know i'm sure you went through a lot together but do not hold on to that focus on the presence focus on the facts that you've just said like he cheated on you with his ex and um he's still in contact with the ex (laughs) and he expects you to be to be around like what is your fucking uh, head in your ass like that's very dumb of him to think like that and i get like you know usually when people go to breakups you often reflect on like the nice memories you had and everything and i'm sure you had and that is still those are still great memories you know but really try to focus on the presence because this is just a guy that is manipulative if anything and i really think you know you're going to find yourself a man that will treat you good and has the best interests for you. Like That is so important as well to realize. Like At the moment, he's not having the best interests for you. He's having the best interests for himself. And one thing about relationships is giving and taking, giving and taking, giving and taking. And at this moment, this guy is only taking, 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 taking from your energy. And that is draining. And once you realize that, once you realize that you can finally set that boundary and I don't care how many times you have to redo that boundary because I know setting boundaries is hard but once you do that and you finally go through with that that is the most powerful thing ever like you finally let go of someone that is clearly fucking draining your energy and I think that is the most powerful thing like again perspective like yes it's sad that it happened but however This is gonna make you such so much stronger in life, like you're gonna turn into this beautiful, strong ass woman. And yeah, I really, I really wish that for you. And don't get me wrong, by the way, I know that sounds a bit corny and that might not be the thing you want to hear right now, but however it is true. Like again, I think it's about perspective and don't set too high expectations on yourself, right? Like obviously after a breakup, no one gonna be like well at least i learned something from this like no that takes time but the thing is that time is going to come and that time is going to come way faster if you let this person go because he does not have your best interest with you right so i think to come there let that man go and you're going to see the magic happen trust me and it's just going to be something that you're going to take Uh, for your next relationship you know because now you know what your boundaries are and now you know what you do want and what you definitely don't fucking want so yeah good luck girl and yeah thank you so much for writing that in I hope you gained something from that and thank you for sharing that with me it means a lot and yeah fuck man basically period Okay, ciao. Anyways, that was already, again, the end of the episode. Thank you so, so much for listening. It means the world to me. Um please subscribe to the podcast. Uh for us with BFG on Spotify and Apple and on Instagram. Please, you know, follow the Instagram to get involved with the podcast. We can like build a little nice community. And even better, share it with a friend. Cause I'm not. <laughs> and someone has to do it and it's not gonna be me. Like I don't want people in my personal life to not have podcasts, right? But I do want it to grow. So that may- leaves me in a difficult position. So share it with a friend, share it with a friend and yeah i hope you guys have a good day please leave a review as well if you're like extra nice and yeah uh, i hope you're gonna have a good day or if you had a good day and yeah just wish you guys the best as always bye